And we join on the line now by Clive Ramatibela, our market analyst. Good morning. Hello. Last of the morning to you, Sakina, and to the listeners as well. Ooh, Eskom. Eskom, Sakina. They will sit surviving, eh? Eskom, they're doing well these days, aren't they, Clive? Yeah. Yeah, they got they got five hundred million US dollars loan from China. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you be happy? <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you be happy? So they'll, they'll just be excited. The lights will be on. Everybody's happy. All I have to say is, if that five hundred million rand accidentally landed in my account, you'll never see. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, let's hope that it fixes all the problems, Clive, because, yeah, you know, we yeah. need to. And also, South Africans yeah. need to come to the party and actually pay for the electricity, the energy that they consume. Um, I completely uh, agree with you. But uh, looking at the Asian stock slumping as mm. um, uh, the disenchantment with the ECB stimulus decision uh, reverberated yeah. across the global markets uh, yesterday. Yeah, uh, it's, been, it's a very, very tough, tough one there. Um, and Mario Draghi tried as hard as possible to explain the reasons why they didn't reach the yields or uh, the, 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 the demand that I think a lot of it, uh, com- uh, commentators were expecting to see. So uh, the ECB's announcement stung those who had piled up on the way- wages against um, the currency amid expectations of more aggressive easing. Uh, yields on the 10-year uh, Australian notes gave us, gave us a little bit of, a, of, a, of an indication there because they jumped 11 basis points and uh, crude climbed also for a second day uh, before obviously the OPEC meeting which is happening later today. So all, all that, what, what that meant, Sakina, is that it's just uh, sort of slumped the Asian market a little bit. Uh, the, uh, the, that decision was not what everybody expected. Everybody expected that they would raise there'll be additional stimulus, much more aggressive than what the ECB has provided. But it is still stimulus. <laughs> doesn't matter how you look at it. <laughs> so the MSCI Asia Pacific Index dropped by uh, 1.1%, and you will, you'll look at that and see that technology and banking stocks actually drove uh, the SN, SN, Australian AS, S&P ASX 200 market, uh, and despite that still, they finished 1.7% into the negative. So uh, you saw the U.S. markets as well, very, very much uh, disappointing, not so welcome into the news. So it just it just seems like news at the moment and news are, are very important into driving uh, uh, the equity space. And then, of course, uh, today the ratings agencies, uh, will South Africa revive, uh, uh, will, will we be able to survive, Clive, uh, a ratings downgrade if it does go that way? I'll make it very sweet and short. Um, we do not think that the data today uh, supports the downgrade to sub-investment grade by any agencies. Although economic growth is slow, the sovereign fundamentals are still positive, and I don't think anybody will want to hinder on that. I think that midterm budget speech uh, sort of helped us to understand what the minister is trying to do to put things into controls, uh, to put measures to curb uh, the, the expenditure. And so I think it would be ridiculous if they did downgrade us uh, because it would just be putting us into more trouble. And I think even the South African Reserve Bank, by taking up the uh, interest rates by 25 basis points, that was seen as a positive slide to try and control our economic growth. So I don't think there'll be, an, there'll be a downgrade. I think they'll stay the same. And we can still continue with the momentum into the first year, first, first quarter of next year.